Welcome to another episode of the Community Board Podcast with your host Miguel Valdez and I'm here today with Kelly. How you doing Kelly? I'm good. How are you? Good. So Kelly, Kelly is going to be talking about today about our neighbors. Where is our neighbors? Yeah, so I'm currently the board chair of our neighbors. And wow. So how was your campaign? It was like the ones that are going on and <laughs> it was one of those campaigns where no one else raised their hand and so finally i was like i'll do it that sounds great okay so, so you didn't have to do do go neighborhood by neighborhood like hi i'm kelly and i want to run for president of the <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't too contentious but i feel really honored because it's been a fun way to be involved in the community and see what's happening through the 45 neighborhood associations in rochester so for our friends that are new to the area or even if they're being here in Rochester and they're not familiar with our neighbors. What our neighbors do? So our neighbors is a nonprofit that helps provide tools and resources for neighborhood associations to organize and do great things in their community. So we also put on events to help get people out of their houses, meeting their neighbors and making Rochester a more livable place. Okay. So well in the past I've been lucky to participate in a few events. Um I participated on doing one of the painting of the corners, intersections, and uh, I volunteered with a youth organization and we brought some of the youth and that was really cool experience. Yeah, so you're talking about the Our Colorful Corners project? Yeah. So we have about five or six of those that still happen in different neighborhoods throughout Rochester. And it's about getting neighborhood neighbors out and painting a part of the street, which is also a traffic calming measure, making the neighborhood area more walkable. Okay, so... So you have five going on? Are those going to be new or is maintenance of the ones already? It's going to be maintenance of the existing ones. Okay. So that those are staying vibrant in those neighborhoods. And what would it, uh, let's say somebody would like to, I don't know, create one in, by their area? What would it be the steps? Yeah, so if someone wanted to do an Our Colorful's Corner project, they would just need to contact Renee or the Our Neighbors um, office, and she can help connect them with paint and a um, artist who can help map out the larger design for that area and give them resources to connect with the city to get all the permits through. And who comes out with the, with the design? And the design is completely based on the artist and the neighborhood figuring out what makes sense for their neighborhood, what kind of is the essence of their neighborhood. Oh, so the artist... Uh do you guys have an artist connection that you bring to the to the table, or, or can the neighborhood association can decide? Like, I want, I would like to put a yeah. We really try a to on, on my <laughs> yeah. corner. We really try to empower the neighborhoods to make it as authentic to themselves as possible. So if they have a design or they have an artist, we can work with them and just help them through that process. Okay, so in other events that you guys. Um, a sponsor that I, that I really like uh, is uh, a little bit better helping uh, making Rochester a little bit better. What, what is that about? So a little bit better started over 10 years ago. And in that 10 years, we've helped collect over 120 tons of garbage around Rochester. Um, so it was an idea just to start organizing people throughout the community to pick up the trash after the snow melts and make Rochester a little bit better, okay. a little bit prettier um, and a little bit greener for the springtime. So it's something that happens um, the second to last week of April. You can go on to our website site to see where there's areas that still need places to pick up. You can organize your friends, family, you can organize a group that you're involved with, you can organize your church, sign up for a different location in town. 
And do you guys have like a kickoff event or something? Or, or it's, no, just it's just the whole week. Connect. So it's really whenever people have the time to go out, they can schedule a time. So you can do it with your, if you go to a church with that group. And yeah, you could do it on a Sunday. You could do it on a uh, Tuesday morning. It's really okay. whatever you that works for you in that location. Um, we'll provide special bags that can be used to pick up the litter. And then you would just leave them there. And the city will come around and pick them up so we can figure out Um, how much uh, waste we picked up in one year. So last year we had over 230 sites mm -hmm. and about 3,000 Rochester volunteers picking up trash. Okay. And I also remember seeing you guys at the, uh, what is it? Uh, Rochester Fest Parade with collecting or passing bags yep. for... Yeah, so it, we continue our partnership with the city and county for a little bit better. Um, during the parade, we're handing out trash bags, so there isn't a lot of trash so left the on end, the parade route. We should leave the, yeah. the neighborhood the same way we found it. Exactly, yep. Cool. And also, uh, what is what, what other activities do you guys have on coming up besides yeah. the... I mean, I know you're always full of activities, and, and it's really cool to the way that you guys engage uh, really grassroots with, with the neighbors. Yeah. So springtime, we try to plan a lot of events because we know everyone has cabin fever. So we mm -hmm. want to just help facilitate people getting out of their houses and seeing their neighbors and talking with their neighbors. So our, our big event that's coming up is our annual tree planting. We are partnering with the City Park and Rec Department, and we're going to be planting 275 trees in a northwest neighborhood. Um, and we do look for community members from all over Rochester to come out and help. And to thank them for helping us plant 275 trees on the, along the boulevards, we give them a free T-shirt and a free breakfast. Um, so it usually happens between 8.30 and 11.30. It's going to be on Saturday, And these April trees 23rd. are like a mature little trees, or what size do you guys Yeah, do? yeah. So they're just like the little, they're um, pretty good size boulevard tree. Um, and we have plenty of citizen foresters on hand, which there's an additional training in April as well if people want to become a citizen forester cool. for their neighborhood. Um, they'll help you know, pick out the trees and they help do some of the prep work and the neighbors who are just there to volunteer can help shovel in the trees, put the trees down, put bark down, things like that. Okay. Really cool activity there. The whole family can participate. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I met one of the city arborists, mm -hmm. they're called. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's amazing the, the benefits he was mentioning, the treats bring for making a more walkable community, yeah. more... It brings health, actually, to, right. to the so whole neighborhood. We focus a lot on trees as a way to get neighbors out and doing an activity together and finding a way to talk with each other and providing that common space. But trees for our community actually help improve stormwater. Um, there's statistics to show that they help reduce crime. They help improve the health of the neighborhood by providing shade, making it a more walkable place for mm -hmm. community members. So there's a lot of benefits you to trees. You save a lot of energy because I'm, I'm, unfo I'm for uh, yep, unfortunate to live in a well-established, I guess, over 60-year-old neighborhood, and mm -hmm. we have lots of shade. And during the summer, really, the breeze is really good, and only probably one or two weeks is the only time that we we only need the AC yeah. air conditioning. Otherwise, just with the breeze of the trees, it's yeah. plenty. It's hard to think about it now when it's kind of breezy and cold and not even yeah. 40 degrees. But, you know, think about it in July when it's 95 degrees. And if you were out walking around your neighborhood and there was mm -hmm. no shade trees, that wouldn't be very comfortable. But yeah. you can kind of walk throughout the whole summer if you have those shade trees and yeah. creates kind of a healthier community. Yeah. And put you to work on the fall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's always good, though. The raking is good. I know. Yeah. And uh, 
What about the 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 project you have a, like a mini grant going on? Yeah, What's so this about? is going to be our second year, thanks to the city of Rochester, who gave us some additional funding. Mm-hmm. The second year that we are giving out um, project grants for neighborhood associations. So those are up to a thousand dollars to do anything in their neighborhood that they think. Um, needs improving. Mm -hmm. So last year, um, several of the projects were putting in neighborhood gardens. So that $1,000, up to $1,000 provided all the resources that those neighbors needed. Maybe it was fencing, maybe it was um, dirt, maybe it was the plants, anything like that. And those gardens were like in parks or? or Yes, they did have to be in kind of a neighborhood space. So we can't do. Open to the public. Yeah, open to the public. So it wasn't anything just in someone's backyard. Um, Some of the other projects were um, some of those mini libraries that you see around town. Oh, yeah, those little. So providing those in neighborhoods that don't have a lot of them. A couple other neighborhoods put in kind of a park bench spot um, in one of their, like, little neighborhood parks or little green spaces mm-hmm. that they the neighborhood had trying to pr- trying to create that communal gathering spot okay. where neighborhoods can meet and chat with each other so um we do have several um we do have a lot of money to go out to the neighborhoods so mm-hmm. we're encouraging anyone who's part of a neighborhood association to work with their board um, draft an application which is due friday april 22nd and the application is available on our website okay um, and the website is www.rneighbor.org yep and that's r as in the letter r neighbors.org okay um, and last year we had a group of citizens who wanted to provide, do a project grant, um, but they weren't a neighborhood association. So we were able to help them become a neighborhood association yeah. so that they First could step, apply yeah. for the grant. So if, if you live in an area without a neighborhood association, that's still something you can do. Okay. And if you don't know if you can have they, a neighborhood can association. Can some of those funds can go for trees also? planting or yeah yeah if there's a need for trees and that can go on boulevards that's definitely something the project grants can do okay because mm-hmm. i seen also uh for example the what is it called art on the app yeah is, do they get some funds through you guys too or does their own neighborhood association coming out with funds to yeah, do yeah so slatterly park which is a fantastic neighborhood in town does art on the ave and that's coming up in may yeah um, and so they, they shut down a street um, in their neighborhood, and they put in a new art installation, and then they get tons of vendors out there just to make it a fun community festival. They've been doing that for years, much before we were able to provide project grants. Okay. So somebody else can mimic that and do it that somewhere yes, else? Yes, they could. Yeah, if they wanted to put art in um, on a corner or in their park or something like that, the project grants could facilitate the funding for it, and our neighbors would help um connect them with the park and rec department to make sure that's something they can do on parkland super yeah any other activities i i'm gonna share with well any other activities and then i will share with you some of the things that i have experienced by collaborating with you guys yeah so these are kind of our upcoming events for this spring we have a ton more events that happen in the fall so it's great to check out our website which is r the letter r neighbors.org or find us on facebook or twitter Um, Otherwise, if you're just looking to figure out if you have a neighborhood association in your area, you can go to our website. We do have an interactive map, so you can see if you live within one of those boundaries of a neighborhood association, and it will give you contact information for your neighborhood leader. If you happen to live in an area that doesn't have a neighborhood association, we have a whole guide and toolkit that will help you get started with a neighborhood association. And a neighborhood association can be defined by, let's say, 
do you have a criteria up to three blocks, more than three blocks, or what, what would it yeah, be? Yeah, we do have a minimum, and I believe okay. off the top of my head that's 150 houses, which really isn't that, that oh, big. Okay. So you can have it be as small as you want, or um, I think we have one in Northwest that's almost 7,000 people. So it's whatever feels right for your neighborhood, whatever boundaries feel like that is a definitive community section for you, um, that sounds good. And it just can't overlap with any existing neighborhood associations that okay. are out there. All right, so I was going to share with you there in the past, um, I was aware of these uh, walks that our neighbors was conducting in here in, by Southeast, by uh, Riverside Elementary School. And they were going on just promoting, you know, have a walk. and But they were talking about the architecture in the neighborhood being one of the oldest, I, would, I mm-hmm. think, of yep. part of town. And that was really, really neat to see, I mean, to learn about the that neighborhood. And also, I want to bring this, uh, you always, I mean, you've been putting lately on the past two or three years, uh, Oktoberfest mm-hmm. as a fundraising activity, and I think that's that's really cool. Yeah, so Oktoberfest usually happens the first week in October. And while it is a fundraiser for our organization, we also use it to award um, neighborhoods and community members who have been doing fantastic things to make Rochester a great place to live. So um, while it is a, a fundraiser, we have tons of funds and, or fun activities that are happening and then those project awards that are going on as well. So. Do you guys have a live polka band? Um, we do have we do have nice German music that happens as well as some great German food and beer, of course. Okay, and again, what is usually the date? Around? Um, it's usually the first weekend in in October. Okay, and so that we put that on our um, website as soon as it's out, and then Facebook as well. Okay, well, stay tuned for that event. It's always super fun. I love polka music. <laughs> I like the brats <laughs> and sauerkraut sal- and. Beer, not too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I was so, just going to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't met, uh, well, probably, yeah. Uh, I've met some people who who doesn't like beer, but it's jo- just few. Yeah, but Anyways, right. you can still come and have yeah. fun. Yeah, yep, there's great food and tons of people throughout the community, so it's just a fun time to yeah. get together. yeah. Any other things that would you like to share? Something that is on your radar, on the work that you do. On, I mean, you're in the uh, today. You're visiting us as a president of the our neighbors, but you do a lot of work in the community, and probably that will be another episode. And, <laughs> and I would like you to come, but um, I don't know. Anything that would you like to share? Um, No, just I would say check out our neighbors, no matter um, if you're in a neighborhood association or not. There's a lot of great resources on there. A couple other resources to share. We do have an ordinance guide there. So if you're wondering what are Rochester's laws, especially if you're new to the community, Mm -hmm. that's a great resource. Um, Or if you're interested in getting more active in this community, there is a um, citizen's guide to Rochester City Council and development guide that's on our website. So that could be something to check out as well. Yeah. And I read through your uh, mission or statement, yeah. and it's really nice for, like you said, for people who would like to create their own neighborhood association, and, mm-hmm. and it's really straightforward, and, and anybody can do this. Yeah, and we get asked a lot, um, or I hear it in my everyday life, of I'm new to Rochester, how do I get plugged in? 
Uh, the easiest way to get plugged in is to check out your neighborhood association. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're not on the board, you're still allowed to go to the meetings. And a lot of times they have speakers from all over Rochester. Yeah. So that can give you a good idea of what's in the community. And you can start to network through there to find different things that might fit your interests and ways to plug in if you yeah. want to. And they can follow you guys on Facebook, too? Yep. We um, Our neighbors Twitter. is on Facebook yeah. and we are on Twitter as well. So check okay. us out. Yep. I'll put the links in the website so thank you kelly for visiting us and for everybody if you have something to share with the rest of the community please uh, contact us and make sure to follow us on twitter on facebook on their community board and on their smart right network.net and you can find all the episodes all the information that we're going to be posting here about our neighbors and Stay tuned and go outside. There is sunny today. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, bye-bye. Bye.